I can conquer the world. I can control anything. I can do it all. I don't need help. You know, very self-centered me, 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 control, control, control. Um, you cannot control what's going to happen with your kids and the health of your kids. I mean, you can feed them well, you can eat right, you can exercise, do all those things. But ultimately, like, I can't control how the baby's going to come out. And I think that's proof of God more than anything is like the miracle of life is just incredible. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Being Different. I am back from having a baby Cooper. He is actually here with me right now. So if you hear any baby noises, uh, squeaking or whatever, it's him. Um, He was born on September 6th, so he is almost three weeks old now. And we are all getting used to each other. Um, life has been, as you would anticipate it to be pretty crazy around here. My house is a disaster. Um, most days I realize that I still haven't brushed my teeth when it's like three o'clock. And so I brush my teeth and I don't have my hair done and I don't have my makeup on and I look like a train wreck and the kids look like a train wreck and so does everything else. But it is what it is at this point. I am going to be honest, uh, three kids is overwhelming. And I feel like I can handle chaos pretty well just because I've been able to do that most of my life and got really good at it in my career just because I was dealing with a lot of chaotic situations when people were buying homes. Uh, But chaos with three human beings that are all under the age of four is a different kind of chaos. Cooper is like the sweetest, most chill, easy baby. I guess he's like your typical third-born child. Oh, yeah, buddy. Are you talking? Um, Besides the fact that he's like sleeping all day right now and awake all night, so he wants to nurse like every two hours at night, so I'm not sleeping at night. But he is, besides that, very, very easy. And he doesn't cry at night. He just like is making noises and squeaking and stuff like that. So we are getting used to the transition of having five of us now. Um, And it's been a lot. And the other kids are jealous of him, which I figured that they would be. Um, And I guess that that's probably pretty normal, except you see all these pictures of people on social media and whatever, and everybody's smiling and holding the baby and being sweet And I have a few of those pictures, but most of them are of my kids like trying to push him off the couch and Charlie saying, I don't want it. I don't want it. She calls him it, which is kind of funny, but um, hopefully that will get better as time goes on. And I now I do believe that God keeps giving you more children to teach your current children that they're not the center of the universe because my children really need to know that since they are so spoiled. Um. And I think that for people like me, who are control freaks, God just keeps giving you children until you have zero control left of anything and everything's just absolute chaos and you have to accept the chaos, as stressful as that may be. 
Um, yeah, I'm exhausted and I'm overwhelmed, but that's okay. Um, each day has gotten a little bit easier in the beginning. Nursing was like terrible. He is, he has a lip tie and a cheek buckle, um, which my first son, Mac, he was lip tied and tongue tied and all the ties. Um, so the nursing part has been painful and not the easiest, but at least I kind of went through it with Mac. So I know that hopefully it'll get better this time with Mac. We did this laser revision where they actually cut the tongue tie and the lip tie. Um, and that was absolutely horrible because after we did it, you have to do these stretches where you pull the tongue up from the bottom of the mouth every few hours so that the skin won't grow back together. And it's incredibly painful on this infant that you've just traumatized already by cutting, you know, skin in their mouth. And so with Mac, it was horrible for the first few months trying to breastfeed him. So with Cooper, I've decided like, even though it's painful for me, I'm not going to do any of the revisions right now. Um, because, you know, hopefully as his jaw gets looser and he gets older and his mouth gets bigger, it will be less painful. But, um, you know, if we need to do the revision later, we will, but I just can't go through like doing the stretches and stuff again. Maybe that's, uh, selfish of me, but I can't go through what I went through with Mac right now. So we're just winging it and hoping that it will get better. Yeah. Every day is just crazy though. Like we wake up in the morning I take Mac to his um, school three days a week. It's from 8 to one thirty, And then Charlie has her little Mother's Day out that she goes to, but it's only Monday and Wednesday, and it's from 9 to 1. Um, and I'm about fed up with the driving and loading kids in and out of the car. I didn't realize this, but, like, when you have three kids, it takes, like, 30, 40 minutes to get your kids loaded in a car because like I'll send Mac to the back seat and I'll be like, buckle yourself. And he's just dicking around in the back. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not getting buckled. And then Charlie is so independent now and she's mad about Cooper. So she's like, I want to do it myself. So she's like not getting in her seat and it's a huge freaking fight to get her in her seat. And then Cooper is, you know, I'm trying to get him in the baby seat after I get the other two loaded in. And I'm like, why is it taking me 30 minutes to get three children into the car? So of course we're late everywhere we go. And I've always been a late person anyways. So it's making us very, very late. And I know the teachers at max school are like, is this girl ever going to get it together? But they've probably recognized at this point since we've been going a few weeks. No, she's probably not going to get it together. Um, and at Charlie's school, we just haven't even gone. Like she's been, I don't know, three days since the school year started. So they definitely know I'm not going to get it together. And I'm like, at this point, I realize now why my mom kept us kids home so much is because it was such a giant pain in the ass to go anywhere. And like, by the time you get there, everybody's pissed off and mad and somebody's pooped on themselves or thrown up in the car. And so it's just like, oh my gosh, why did I even try to leave the house? It was just easier to stay at home. Um, so yeah, we might not go to school that much. The kids might just stay home with me and we'll just try to learn as much as we can in the chaos if that's possible. Um, we've been spending a lot of time outside because that's the only thing that can kind of keep me sane most days is, you know, if we're in the house and the house looks like a bomb has gone off because I just don't have the energy to police the kids 
putting up toys and stuff like that. I'm like, let's just go outside and we stay outside until somebody gets hurt or somebody is hungry. And then we go back inside. Um, I have felt a little bit isolated. I still like talk to people on the phone and my mom's, you know, come over and help the first week and a half or so. And my sisters have been here and stuff like that. But you do just feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm alone in a house with three tiny people that need me constantly. Like the needing me never stops. And I just like, I'm trying to survive to each nap time and then bedtime. And then when bedtime happens, I'm like, Oh, I get like two hours of peace. But then I usually pass out on the couch and then we start again the next morning, except we stay up all night because Cooper wants to eat every two hours right now. So it's like starting the next morning as a zombie. And what's funny is that I think that God is just like laughing at me because, you know, with Mac, I had all these things that I was going to do and intentions. And I remember like he was a month or two old and he was laying on this mat and I was like telling him colors or something like that. My mom was like, chill out. He's like a month old. Like he doesn't need to know his colors yet. And, um, as you have more kids, that stuff really goes out the window. And, uh, you know, I tried to feed Max so healthy. I still tried to feed Charlie pretty healthy, but it wasn't as healthy as Mac. Now with Charlie and Mac, running around the house. I'm just like trying to survive. I just throw food at them. I don't even know what it is. I'm like, just eat some calories today, please. Like I realized the other day, Charlie was going nuts being crazy. And I was like, Oh, she's probably hungry. It's like 11 o'clock and she hasn't really had much to eat. And so I just gave her goldfish and pirate's booty. And I was like, here you go. I know this has zero nutritional value whatsoever, but I don't care as long as it's food, just eat it which is funny for somebody like me who used to care about um, food so much. So I know at some point it will get back to normal today. I actually, um, I did take a shower this morning, not uh, in the middle of the night and I fixed my hair and I put on makeup and I brushed my teeth and I went to a luncheon and Cooper went with me. Um, So I feel like that was a big win And it's funny because I used to think like a big win was closing a two or $3 million loan. And now I think that a big win is basic hygiene, (laughs) which is pathetic, but it is where we're at right now. Um, I've been thinking a lot about how you're a different mom with each kid that you have. Like you're, you change so much between each child So like with Mac, I was this like ball of stress. I was still working, which now I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I work so much with him? Like that he was born right before COVID. So then when COVID happened, interest rates plummeted to the lowest they've been in like history. And so I had my biggest year career-wise the year that Mac was born and I had no childcare because of COVID. Nobody wanted to you know, help nanny a child during COVID. So I was up till like 3 a.m. most nights working on doing loans for people because rates were so low. And I was a first time mom. So I didn't know what the hell I was doing with a baby. You know, you are so freaked out about everything. You think your child's going to die all the time. I had that stupid outlet sock monitor thing. You know, I'm like measuring his blood oxygen level, which 
now with Cooper, I'm like, I'll just put him in a room. He'll, he needs to sleep. He'll be fine. He's not going to die. Um, but it's funny how you change so much between each child. So with Mac, you know, I, I think part of the reason why nursing was so hard for us is because I was so stressed out that of course he felt every bit of that stress. And, you know, it was like double stress for both of us. He's just entering the world. I'm becoming a mom for the first time. Neither one of us knows what we're doing. Like, it's just a disaster. And I like was working like crazy and Luke and I were not in a great place. So it was lots of stress going on at that point. And then with Charlie, like you calm down cause you're your second kid. So, you know, they're probably not going to die. Like you, you can keep them alive, hopefully. Um, and then with Cooper, it's just like a shit show. It's, it's like everybody, you know, eat what you can kill, whatever you can find in the house. Um, don't kill your sister. Don't hurt her. Just go upstairs and play. Yeah. It's so funny when it was just Mac and Charlie, like I would never, ever let them out of my sight ever because they were young, but also just because I was like so controlling. And now with Cooper, I'm like, please go play upstairs. And Luke's like, oh, do they go play upstairs a lot? I'm like, well, I mean, as much as I can get them to. <laughs> and if it gets quiet, I go up and check on them. Or um, if I hear someone screaming, then I go up and check on them. But you just change and you calm down and you mellow out. And you also become more stressed in ways because you've got more people to take care of. But as a human, you get older too. So you're more tired and your body's not (laughs) bouncing back like it was. That's another thing that has sucked about this time is like with Mac, because I was so stressed, I didn't eat that much. So I was like, got back to my pre-baby weight, like very fast. I was like really skinny actually, because I was so stressed. And with Charlie, I was working out and I got back to it pretty fast too. Um, and with Cooper, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's going to take me like five years to lose this weight. This is going to be terrible, but it is what it is. It's just the stage in life that we're at. Uh, one thing that's been kind of comical, or I don't know if it's comical or just additional poor family planning, but, uh, Luke and I have been having the conversation, like, are we done having kids? And if it's daytime or if any of the children are awake, I'm like, call and schedule the vasectomy right this minute. Like, I am I cannot have another kid. But then if it's nighttime and everybody's asleep and Cooper's like snuggling on me or something, I'm like, oh, maybe I could have one more kid. <laughs> so it's funny watching Luke go through the same like, well, we could have one more. And then like, oh, fuck no, we could not have another one. I cannot survive one more minute with these little hellions running around. Um, so there's that. But yeah, overall, everything's pretty good. Um, With Cooper, right before he was born, we found out that he only had one kidney. And I was very stressed. We were all really stressed about that because with that usually comes like syndromes or heart issues, like a lot of other issues typically accompany the only one kidney thing. Um, But yesterday we actually went to a specialist, Dr. Smith. He's a urologist at Children's. And he did the ultrasound on Cooper to confirm that there was only one kidney and he does only have one kidney, but his other kidney, his right kidney that he still has is functioning really well. So that's like the best possible outcome you could have with only one kidney. So it's like a huge praise. 
um, that he doesn't have any other issues that we've found at least yet. And also just like, you know, I was so stressed out before he was born. Like, are we going to have, you know, special needs? I I didn't know what we were going to be dealing with. And I just think that God like teaches you over and over and over again to rely on him. Um, and for me, someone who was, you know, a self-loathing feminist, I can conquer the world. I can control anything. I can do it all. I don't need help. You know, very self-centered me, 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 control, control, control. Um, you cannot control what's going to happen with your kids and the health of your kids. I mean, you can feed them well, you can eat right, you can exercise, do all those things. But ultimately, like, I can't control how the baby's going to come out. And I think that's proof of God more than anything is like the miracle of life is just incredible. Um, But just kind of God teaching me, like, you don't have control of this situation. You have to just like give it up and trust me and whether he's got issues or doesn't have issues, he's going to be the way that I want him to be. And so I'm very thankful that he is okay and that he's doing well. Um, But also kind of just had like come to peace of even if he's not well and has issues, like that's how God wants him to be. And we're just going to have to deal with it how it is. So appreciating each child for their, strengths and weaknesses and inadequacies and everything about them. Um, and just like learning how to love and accept people and realize that you don't have control of it. So anyways, that was, um, super stressful before he was born, but thankfully he's okay. Um, very thankful for that and that he's a sweet, easy baby and that he's calm. Unlike my other two who screamed and cried a lot. He doesn't cry hardly any. So that's nice. Oh man. Life is going to be different now and it's going to be hectic. I think I just have to strap in for like the next few years are going to be probably a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of craziness and the toddler years are just tough. I've realized now I thought that like the infant stage was so hard and it is not the hard stage is the toddler stage for sure. And then I, I'm sure that when I get to like the teenage years, I'll be like, Oh, it's the teenage years that are hard. But, um, each stage also just has like really cool, funny parts too. And I will say that with this one, I have been able to enjoy the baby stage, I would say probably for the first time, like with Mac, I was so stressed out that I didn't enjoy it at all. I hated it, honestly. And that's a terrible thing to say, but I hated it. And with Charlie, I was still working all the time and dealing with two kids. And so I didn't really get to enjoy it with her either. And now with Cooper, like I can finally sit down and be like, the house is a disaster. Like, I don't care. I get to like, just lay with him on the couch at the end of the night when everybody else is asleep and it's sweet. And so I finally like understand, okay, like you can bond with your baby and not be super stressed out. There are stressful things of course, but um, I can just see like, I think that part of the reason why he's more chill is just because I'm more chill. So I feel guilty that I didn't get to give that to Mac and to Charlie Um, 
and it makes me sad and I can't change it, but I can just try to do my best now. And I have, I do feel guilty too, because I'm like so hard on Mac, especially because I, like Charlie and Cooper are so needy right now. I'm like just forcing him to grow up. And that makes me feel sad because he's only three. He'll be four in November, but he's still little. And I'm just like forcing him to be big because there's no option. Like he asked me to carry him the other day. And I was like, dude, I cannot carry you. Like I have, I'm carrying Cooper. Charlie's like hanging on my leg. Like I can, I can't pick you up right now. And he just wanted my attention. Uh, he also has been cussing a lot and doing other things that are attention sinking behaviors because that's like kind of the only way he can get my attention right now. And I feel guilty for that too. I've just had like very little patience with him. I have little patience with Charlie too, but the least amount of patience with Mac. And so I don't know. It makes me feel really bad. Sometimes I feel like he's got the shit into the stick, but it is where we are right now. And I'm just trying to be aware of it. So anyways, we're doing okay overall, but three kids is overwhelming. So we'll keep you updated. I will try to write some blog posts. I don't know. We'll see if we get to them. Probably not. But you can check me out online at lizdurham.com or on Instagram at being different with Liz Durham. All right. I hope you guys have a good week. Bye. Being Different with Liz Durham is a Palm Tree Pod Co production. It's produced and edited by Anthony Palmer. Thanks to Emily Miles for digital support. The content for this episode is created by me, Liz Durham. 